Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listening to the Cricket Podcast. I think it was a disgraceful performance, and I think it should never be permitted to happen again. That is very good. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cricket Podcast. Today, we'll be covering the last three matches from the IPL, starting today with uh, the King Legends beating Royal Challengers Bangalore. They're rewinding to yesterday when KKR lost to Delhi Capitals and Mumbai Indians beat Rajasthan Royals. Um, I have cut my finger and lost a lot of blood, so my brain's not working as well as it should do today. Uh, but I am excited to talk about this. I'm excited to talk about Pretty Shaw. Uh, I'm excited to talk about Harpreet's uh, three wickets today. Uh, I'm Jack Hope and I'm joined by Matro Brown. How are you doing, Max? Hello, Jack. Yeah, very well, thank you. Uh, good to see you getting the excuses in nice and early there with the finger. Thank you. Uh, and we're joined by Daniel Norcross. That's a lovely painting behind you, Daniel. Um, I'm sure oh, is, yeah. live people will... Uh... <laughs> I had no idea we were live. I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll make it all together more acceptable. How's that? Um, yeah, yeah, let's say much better. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> right then, folks. Um... Max, we usually start off with some messages. Can you give them to our listeners, please? Uh, we do indeed. Yes, uh, you should follow us at the Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube and click the little bell button so that you can keep uh, up to date with all things the Cricket Podcast and uh, and keep up to date with what direction Daniel's camera is pointing in. And uh, you should also um, check out our sponsors, uh, Woodco- Woodstock Cricket. And um, um, I've been a bit thrown there, really. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I've realised as well uh, that we just did the introductions to ourselves because the stream didn't quite go live in time. Um, so, you know, uh, that's Dan up there. That's Max over there. And I'm Jack. Uh, hello again. Um you should also head over to Patreon and become a Patreon. We they say when you start off an innings, don't they, that you should you should 
it, it's about getting to 10. Work in 10s, nerdle your way around. Well, so far, we, we're up to five Patreons. So we're halfway to 10. Uh, so go over there, help us out. Or click join on YouTube, uh, and it does virtually the same thing. Um, Max, should we talk about today's cricket match first? Yep, that would seem a sensible place to start. Uh, so obviously, um, anyone who follows us on Twitter will have will have seen uh, seen our thoughts on on proceedings. But we'll uh, we'll give a little a little summary of of what happened. So uh, Punjab Kings against the Royal Challengers Bangalore, and uh, Punjab Kings got off to a typically slow start. Pretty painful, in fact. Um, KL Rahul, in particular, showed off his his skills at the top of the order of seeing the shine off the new ball. But uh, once uh, a certain Christopher Henry Gale arrived, things actually started to get interesting. And he caught um, KL Rahul's 21-ball score in six strikes off Carl Jameson, um, which itself seemed to embarrass uh, King Legend a little bit. And he, he actually got going as well. And um, they were going pretty well, actually, Punjab Kings, about the halfway stage, probably going at 9, 10 and over, and things were looking up. Unfortunately, their middle order did uh, a cracking impression of Sunrisers Hyderabad and completely imploded. And again, Punjab looked like they were going to fail. But there was some late redemption from uh, KL Rahul alongside... Um, uh, Probably quite surprising, but uh, very, um, very adept effort from Harpreet Bra took Punjab Kings to a decent looking 179 off their 20 overs. In reply, RCB lost Padakal pretty early and Kohli did uh, his best impression of KL Rahul during the power play by also scoring hardly any runs at all. Uh, Patidar toiled even worse than Kohli and uh, and after that slow but reasonably split, steady start, Harpreet Bra played the role of Axar versus England and totally bamboozled Virat Kohli and Glenn Maxwell to effectively end the game as a contest with a double wicket maiden. And then just to add the cherry on top uh, to that particularly iced cake, he followed that up with the scalp of A.B. de Villiers and the rest of the game I didn't really pay a lot of attention to. But I think, um, as far as I can tell, Harshal Patel and Carl Jameson did a bit of hitting to make it look a little more respectable. But uh, ultimately, it was a, a very comfortable win in the end and very surprising. Um, Jack, you, you kind of, I don't know if, if the listeners caught what you mentioned at the start because of your <laughs> because of the uh, technical uh, issues, but uh, you did mention that... Um, uh, there was some Twitter action today, and you've taken a bit of a novel approach, really, to the the social media boycott that's been going on. And rather than remaining silent, you actually chose to spend the entirety of the time piling in on KL Rahul. Um, so after such if you a comprehensive, hadn't said that people would think it was Ross. <laughs> well, we we I think let's let's uh, you know as we know from from politics in this country that honesty is definitely the best policy, uh, so we should be open. Um, but yeah, Jack, after such a comprehensive win, um, what do you have to say for yourself? Are you going to apologise to the man? Uh well, look, um, I don't think it was a bad innings in the end. What I would say, and I think this is what the frustrating thing with Kale Rahul is, is that that the way he played in the final over was so exceptional that you kind of just wish he'd started doing that four overs ago. Um, and, you know, that's what we want from KL Rahul. We want, we want a little bit more legend um, and a little bit more king, I suppose. <laughs> it's, 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 it's what we want. Dan, um, yes. <laughs> did anything, what, what took your, piqued your interest in that match? Well, I mean, firstly, what's piqued my interest in this match is your response to KL Rahul's innings as if, as if he just capriciously decided that he wasn't going to hit balls that he could hit for six for six, just because he felt like not doing it to annoy you. 
and then only did it at the end <laughs> just to prove that he could have done it all along rather than maybe couldn't have done it earlier and then did do it because it might just be the way that KL Rahul is in a way. I mean, watch him quite a bit. And, 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 look, at the end, he got 91 not out from 57. I know the perennial argument that all of us will always have is, well, if you start off solely, you've got to score the runs, unlike Virat Kohli. So I'm, I'm surprised we haven't actually started with how he is destroying the Royal Challengers Bangalore right now <laughs> and uh, making it inevitable that they will finish the fifth or sixth <laughs> because he got 35 from 34. Obviously, we should not overreact to any of these things. What they are is uh, they, they were players playing against fantastic bowling on occasion. There was some terrific bowling from um, both sides, actually, today, early on. And then Rahul, he got lucky with a really bad over from Harshal Patel. I, it does take my eye just how we can believe that Harshal Patel is the best death bowler in world cricket for four matches. And then because he misses his lengths and gets whacked for an enormous number of runs, he suddenly isn't. I think what we're, we're having to come to terms with is the fact that T20 is capricious and strange and weird. And, ah, Bra, I loved Bra. I didn't really like Alan Wilkins trying to invent the phrase three Bra trick because I wasn't sure... No. No, was, that, that I, was a low point, actually. Well, I wasn't sure the, that it could work. so far. I couldn't see <laughs> quite how it would ever work, it, <laughs> you know, as a thing. But I was dead excited the moment A.B. de Villiers came out to bat and he could have got the best hat-trick in IPL history. Oh, my God. Coley, Maxwell, yeah. A.B.D. Isn't that, is, is there a better hat-trick ever? Well, why don't we talk about that just for a little bit? Because that I think they were his first three wickets in the IPL. And I, I was going to ask you two, off the top of your heads... You know, if you were going to take three wickets in a T20 match uh, in, the, your, in, your, in your first game in, in the IPL, which three players do you take down? Because I think Coley, Maxwell, De Villiers are, are three of the top five choices, to be honest. Well, yeah, but you, but, they, but you can only take them down if they're playing on the same team. Well, well next, exactly. it's after so next year's, it's after you're next gonna, year's mega auction. So. I was going to say, if you're going if you're, if you're to constrain us to actually possible, <laughs> um, possible events in this year's IPL, then that is by far the best three that you can get, isn't it? I mean, that, unless oh, yeah, unless yeah. Kane Williamson's playing for Sunrisers and Manish Pandey isn't, and then you can go Warner Bairstow Williamson, that'd be pretty good as well. I'd quite like that, just because Dave Warner's more annoying. That yeah. would be good. That would be good. Uh, Darwin caught in the deep, sure, because the bats has crossed. Now next yep. ball, yep. Uh, and then Steve Smith. <laughs> yeah, I mean that would be the funniest hat trick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be. Um, uh, to, just to go back to KL Rahul, it's not. It's not that I. I, I think it's. It's and you kind of touched upon it a little bit. Um, what did you say? T Twenty is quite capricious. Another way of saying that would be it's quite high variance. If you wanted to be a bit statistical about it, and I think that KL Rahul's go slow approach to start with, we've been critical of how that puts pressure on other batters in the team to perform. Um, when actually he seems to be the one who well, he seems to be the best player in the team. So why isn't he the one trying to score at a quicker rate than everybody else? That's that's the way I'd sort of flip that round. I mean, I think today um, Chris Gale kind of bailed him out a little bit, didn't he, Max? Uh, particularly sort of towards the end of that power play. Do you want to do you want to talk about Christopher Henry Gale defying the naysayers and the blue boys? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, um, it was it was a it was a right contrast, wasn't it? Cal Rahul has sort of scratched his way to eighteen, and um, and after Chris Gale came in, he basically just 
Um, well, he, he, I mean, you, you said, um, Daniel, that uh, Kel Rahul got a little bit lucky at the end with a, a poor final over from Harsh Patel, and it was, it was poor. <laughs> it was littered with full tosses. Um, and Shin I think, high full tosses, yeah, I, I, I think Chris Gale was uh, welcomed to the crease with um, sort of, um, I guess, similar similar open arms in the, he also, you know, they weren't full tosses but they were repeated full half volley leg stump and no deep mid wicket didn't so, they also bring on uh well didn't Coley also bring on Ravi Bishnoi not Ravi Bishnoi but I uh I've got I've lost a lot of blood today we might make it to place. the end of the live stream um, we'll see Chahal, so didn't didn't Coley bring on? So basically, there's like there's an iron rule of T20 cricket, and that's don't bowl a leg spinner to Chris Gale. And Coley <laughs> basically broke that rule as soon yeah. as Chris after, Gale after after Coley like, after Coley had got himself going with four fours and four balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He then fed him a bit more. Um, but I, I, I yeah, that kind of got uh, Punjab Kings power play into a decent position. Whereas before that point, they were looking at again being twenty odd thirty for one, and and then the pressure is is really on. And I think that's actually partly why Chris Gale's not been you know not been his uh, his usual uh, excellent self quite quite so far this um, this IPL because he does you know he likes to block a, a few before he starts smacking them for six. And when when you're put under a bit of pressure to go from ball one it's you know it's, it's not quite as easy and today uh he was able to go for ball one and that kind of uh yeah sort of uh made up for the issues at the start and i think it got kl rahul going as well i think that was that was another thing uh that he benefited from um maybe maybe saw from the other end oh actually maybe i should play some shots and then did play some shots and in the end it was a fine innings well, look why, why is the opening the batting right the, the, the point today especially today yeah, yeah today yeah, especially today, today. See, Today, he did have that licence because he came in because the opening partnership had been so flaccid and depressing and was getting at nobody anywhere. So he had to attack from ball one. There's no other point in him. Why isn't he just opening the batting? He doesn't run. You've got an infield. You've got five people on the offside, <laughs> two on the leg. You know, I mean, there's, there, there are no singles. His only purpose in life is to block out the first over, maybe get a single off the last ball. Then he's got his eye in. Then hit one boundary in the next over, and then go berserk while the field is up. That is the purpose of Chris Gale. To have him at three just means that if you clog up a bunch of those those balls, why? Why are you doing it? It just seems to me to be insane. Um, the other part of the way Punjab have set up, which is why I think you're being Jack incredibly unfair on Gale <laughs> Rahul, is that. Uh, their middle order is designed to do nothing but go batshit crazy. So that's the point of Nicholas Pura, and that's the point of Huda. You know, uh, the point of Rahul is a little bit like the point that Royal Challengers Bangalore have is that you have Kohli at the top. The idea is that he anchors his way through the innings. Hasn't quite happened for Kohli in the way I expected it to. I'm sure we'll come on to him shortly. But Rahul played it perfectly today, didn't he? Because he did do exactly that thing that you want them to do stay in. Keep it going. Uh, I know you didn't because you were tweeting all about it, even though there's a Twitter blackout. So, uh, <laughs> and, and then he goes, and then he went absolutely berserk at the end, which is that he played it perfectly. I mean, you should actually get down on your lousy, stinking knees and beg for forgiveness for, for what you wrote earlier. Because <laughs> he played the perfect T20 open so, batsman innings. So I, I disagree with that. I think the perfect T20 
opening innings or opening uh, the perfect way to open the batting in T20 cricket is with six fours like Pretty Shaw did. Um, <laughs> well, and, yeah. we, and we will we will get onto that a bit later in the show. But if you if uh, I I think there's there's very little evidence that. Um, playing in the way that Kale Rahul did today is actually something that anybody is able to replicate with any level of consistency. Is three out of four really, times. It's, it's unsustainable. Is, is your, three out of four is times, your, it's not going to work. So he'll have just used up 20 balls at the beginning in the power play at the easiest point in the game to score runs because there are only two fielders on the rope. He'll, he'll have used up that, you know, the sweet spot um, to achieve you know, virtually nothing. And there's a, the, the, the Punjab Kings, they're the bottom of the, the teams in terms of run scored in the power play. Um, and there's a reason for that. And that's him. So that's my criticism of him. I'm going to, I'm going to leave it there. I will acknowledge today, of course, that, you know, 95, not going to knock that on a pitch that looked a little bit tricky. Uh, maybe there was a bit more to it. And that last over, it does redeem him quite significantly. Like that, 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 that was, um, that was good batting. I, I, that that gets yeah. the Jack Hope seal of approval. <laughs> well, uh, that's what that's what we all strive for can in it, life. Can we can we send that to him somehow? <laughs> yeah, and um, maybe get a photograph of him receiving it. <laughs> that that would be good. Um, Max, in in the second innings, we mm. saw um, K- not KL Kirk. I I have lost. I'm I'm serious. I'm going to repeat this one more time. I've lost a lot of blood today. I cut, the cut it's very dramatic, isn't it? Um, this <laughs> We saw Coley get a bit bogged down with Patadar. Um, yeah. We sometimes we talk about match losing innings on on this show. Do you think that the pair of them sort of had a little match losing partnership there, or or do you think that it was too uh, many runs in the first place I, and the bowling no, was too I, good? I, I think they put themselves well on the way to to losing that game with with that innings. And I think it actually uh, that Coley innings kind of illustrates the sort of problem that that you were describing there jack that we sometimes have with the way krl hall plays because if you know if what transpires is that he gets out after 30 balls like coley did and has scored nothing that's the flip side isn't it and and that's what you say you know it's not always um going to work out that you can bat deep and then score those runs at the end and if you block up well what what it's a it's a quarter of your team's balls to score 30 30 runs when you need 180 it's it's max, really max, putting you behind. Max, max just look at just look at the maths here it's 70 balls the top three faced and they scored 73 runs yeah you know there weren't that many extras they weren't being helped out that much there was 62 off 10 overs chasing that yeah yeah you know, with it's... maxwell and ab de Villiers in the tank to come so it, I, what i find unforgivable about the approach is that once you've decided that Cody's going to anchor then Padikal and Patida have to go. Mm. That's the point of them because they've got Maxwell and AB de Villiers next. The, the idea of Maxwell and AB de Villiers at four and five isn't that you say, oh, well, if we set them 130 off 10, that'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, if there are two players, if there are two players you want to, if there are two players you want to come in when you need 130 <laughs> off 10, yes. I'd, I'd probably take them. Yes, uh, you would, but that's but that's not a game plan, Max. That's yeah, not a not. game plan. It's <laughs> just that's as... if you want to set up the most ridiculous chase over and over again. I mean, if you wanted yeah. to do that 14 maybe, times, they might maybe, pull it off twice. Maybe that's matches. Maybe that's what they're after. But yeah, I mean, no, you're 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 absolutely right. That is that is the crux of the problem for RCB in that innings. I think you know Pat, Padical just got out. He played. He, he tried. He he got out yeah. trying to score some runs. It was very ugly, but he was trying to score some runs. Um, Patidar was a disaster. It was a, no, he's, absolute see, see, he disaster actually, today. Today, of all the, of all the, the batters that you've mentioned today, Rahul, Kohli, 
Radical, Maxwell, all of them. Patty Dar was the one that, that and I, I don't want to single anybody out because it, I'm not sure he should be there batting at number three in that lineup with those players that are in there expected to come in because yeah. if he doesn't if he doesn't come in with Padikel as the opening as the one that's got out if you know if Coley's got out it's okay mm. if if Padikel's got out then they've got to like someone's got to make a decision yeah. at that point and what was really weird was that there were sort of six and a half overs in which it felt like Coley had made his own decision and the decision he'd made he'd made the same decision for Patadar simultaneously which is just play like me <laughs> which was nuts because because <laughs> what should actually have happened is he should have communicated he should have said Patadar just have a go mate this is fine we've got Max we've got AB next yeah. I'm just hanging in and he didn't do that he chewed up 30 balls for 31 runs that was the that was the problem in the chase but yeah. come on I mean <laughs> can, I, bar. can I yeah well, can I have a little moment a very brief moment <clears throat> To, excuse me, to say something that's probably not backed up by fact because I haven't checked it in a mirror, but... That's fine. Dan Weston's not here, so you're all good. <laughs> Left arm spinners bowling on responsive tracks, the right-hand batsman, is is one of the things, one of the sights in cricket that, that makes me genuinely pre-apic because there is something about the way that the left arm spinners curve and movement away, and we saw it today with Bra, is, a, is somehow different from an off-spinner Bowling to a left-hander, and it was sensational watching him. And then you had Ravi Bishnoi charging in like he's actually trying to kick away a flock of pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my way! <laughs> and flinging his ball at it. It was that there was a moment of great spectacle there. And I know the Punjab Kings are a source of a degree of fun because they consistently fail to really make a massive impression. But they made a huge impression on me today. That 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 sort of seven or eight overs of spin between Bishnoi and Bra was aesthetically brilliant. It was skillfully delivered. It bamboozled some of the best players in, in IPL, uh, in Royal Challengers, and it was terrific to watch, wasn't it? Oh, it was fantastic. And I, I mean, like, we'll go back to it. First three wickets in the IPL. <laughs> Coley, Maxwell and De Villiers. And also... He gets to Villiers with ball of the tournament. It's not, it's not, um, you know, Coley comes down the wicket and misses one. De Villiers hits one. And, uh, yeah, it was a you bit mean Maxwell. You got Maxwell. Um, that, that, that's yeah. perfect. But, the, but the, yeah, the Maxwell, the Maxwell ball, it, it, it sort of drifts in. It seems, it, well, uh, spins away. And um, and Maxwell does that thing that only happens when, when the ball's terrific. He, he literally cannot believe that he's been bowled. He's standing yeah. there and he thinks and the wicketkeeper's knocked the, should, knocked the should, bail off. Or they're appealing for a court behind. He's that confused. He looked like a particularly peculiar, cuddly toy at that point. Because you know how their eyes always, a, a, a certain type of toy that small children have, their eyes are fixed in this position of sort of vague startlement. <laughs> and he had that. And it was, I was looking at it and thinking, my God, you genuinely don't know what's occurred. In much the same way that Coley did, actually, during the test series against England, didn't he? And we spent ages deciding whether or not Coley was a danger to cricket and the spirit of cricket for it. Whereas in that <laughs> we just thought, well, fair play. How would you know what the hell had just happened then? Because it fucking turned a mile. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <was a> great <laughs> right, uh, we have we have a super chat and do send them in because we do read them out. Um, basically, the chat at the moment is a big discussion about how drunk Max and I am and how many cigarettes you're smoking, Dan. Uh, <laughs> but Sanket has, has cut through uh, that, that drivel 
to R or to say uh, Shaw can hit from ball one because he doesn't have the responsibility to carry a team. Uh, Shaw has other players to back him up if he fails. Cannot say the same for KL Rahul at Punjab. I think you can, to be honest. Um, I think Chris Gale, Nicholas Puran, uh, um, Deepak Huda. Uh, and, and Sharat Khan's a fine middle order. Yeah, but that's but that's the cricket. point. That, that's why he's that's why he's batting. No, I know. But I don't think you can waste the power play. Uh, look, I'll, I'll maintain that if he plays, if he if he keeps scoring ninety five, then I'll I'll accept that he has you know invented a new way of playing cricket. Okay, but though. I okay. Think... One thing though, Jack, that and this is really important is venues. So we are learning a whole new lingo every time we move from venue to venue. So when we were watching Chennai. Everything was about the power play. You, you basically scored 70% of your runs in the power play because in the last five overs, you were lucky if you got 10 and didn't lose four wickets. It was a total nightmare. Whereas we're now trying to learn a totally different lingo between Ahmedabad and Delhi. And it seems to me that in Delhi, I think the power play is important, but it'll actually be relatively regular. I don't think the power play is going to be particularly important. I think in Ahmedabad, they've decided so far that being in is the most important thing because I think you've, got to hit be some quite, you've got to hit some quite big boundaries as well. You know, when you're on small grounds, there's a little bit more where you can chance your arm. But when you've got slightly bigger boundaries, then if you're going to be able to guarantee that you're going to hit those sixes, you probably need to be seeing it that little bit better. And I think that might be part of the thinking. I'm not sure. That's, I mean, that's possibly true. It's certainly, it's kind of a little bit lopsided, Amdabad, isn't it? That in the that one of the boundaries is like Sharjah and the other one's like the MCG. Well, it'll it'll um, ship. It'll it'll, it'll yeah. ship, right? Because they've got because they've got. But at know, the moment, yeah, for sure. Max, yeah. to to wrap up this conversation, and because we've got two other games to cover. Although I think the other two games we'll, we'll get through slightly quicker than this one. I can't remember uh, them actually because oh, there we go. <laughs> that, Allow us to, half the half the thing on this show is, is Sorry, allow us um, allow us to bring it flooding back with our, our lovely summaries. So I think we've asked answered Anoop, Finnais, and Kartik questions uh, from Twitter. Ben Smith asks, uh, "Do you think that in order to qualify, Punjab?" would need eight wins this year given the lack of sort of quality in the bottom sides Jack and seven will do it Max do you want to answer this one um yeah I think I, I ooh, well these uh I, Delhi capitals RCB and Mumbai all look like they will probably be I mean Mumbai now they're not a Chennai I think they'll be fine and I yeah. think they'll be uh they'll be strong um I it really it really depends on how badly all the other teams do because i mean if if three of them end up being absolutely hopeless then seven will definitely be enough um so it's basically it's it's not sort of a, a question of um how uh, how good the top four teams are as as sort of how many points the other teams can burgle i think this is going to be an eight pointer uh, an eight winner to be honest yeah. i mean so the top three you've got five wins already so that they'll, they'll have to be equally as bad as they were good to only get seven wins so I think you're, and then, hey. and then Mumbai are in fourth, and they're, C- they're CS- the God squad. CSK against Mumbai is an absolutely crucial game yeah. because what Mumbai, what might what Mumbai represent in this tournament at the moment is everyone expects them to go through, but they keep on giving us hope that they might not by struggling in Chennai. Now, if they then struggle just a little bit the next time, it gives whoever can beat all the teams in the bottom four. And that's the, those are the key games. Those four points are absolutely massive. If there's one team that can rise through that, be it, I think, can't be 
sunrises. Probably the Kings, the Cats and Night Riders are in a horrible place, but they've got quite a high ceiling, so there's a chance there. And as for the top four, CSK is your, your thing, isn't it? I mean, what you've got to hope for is that what we all thought after the first game, which is they're a bunch of incredibly old, in incapable people who have got their strategy entirely wrong and have developed a squad perfectly for Chennai but for nowhere else, and have then been proved wrong as they've won five games <laughs> on their spin, <laughs> but with a variety of brilliant individual performances and the yeah. rising to the top of Buffy Plessy. And four got, of those you, wins have been against the bottom four. Exactly. So you've got to hope that what happens is that when they come up against a different kind of reality, they start to slide because then that brings in whichever side from the bottom four will come through. It might just still be a sevener. It might if Mumbai decides to get exciting <laughs> or CSK decides to go on a run of losing matches, which is entirely possible. You can see CSK losing three in a row, can't you? And the moment I mean, that happens, you don't know. Yeah. Well, anything, um, except, except the Delhi Capitals, you fancy. And today, actually, the Royal Challengers, they gave the impression of a side that could collapse at any moment. I mean, they really could have lost that game by 65 runs. Yeah. They've still lost it by enough to affect their um, net run rate so well, badly. It's, it's gone negative now. It's, it's, it's gone Curly negative. actually said and after the game is, that he was happy with a 34-run defeat because of the net run rate factor. Well, he would, so. he would say that because he had to find a positive in the last 15 minutes of the things he was watching in front of his eyes. But in reality, he'll get back into his hotel room and go, we've got a negative net run rate. Yeah. And actually, net run rate across all T20 tournaments in the world is a really good indicator of how good a side is. Because sides win and sides lose. But if they lose by five, six, seven runs or in a super over, it's a very different thing from seeing a side that can get marmalised. And 34 runs is still a marmalising. It should have been 60. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'd agree with that. So CSK um, looking like the best franchise in T20 history ever at the moment. Oh, probably. I mean, Ooh, didn't we already think be. that? Um, <laughs> yeah. should, we, should we move on to yesterday's cricket match? Would you like that? Before we do, I'd just quickly, that. we're sponsored by Woodstock Cricket. Uh, go and check out their bats and stuff. Max, were you going to be using yours for the first time this Sunday? Um, yeah, weather permitting. Weather permitting. Um, Stephen Finn was using his today, and he's part of a, a podcast I'm on Zero Ducks Given, which um, uh, we keep a keen eye on Woodstock. And he was everything was perfectly set up. Right, He just had to get through and over of Josh Davey and then try and have a go at Jack Leach. We thought, you know, you're down the order. You've got nothing else to do. There's a bet on. If he gets seven sixes in the county championship this year, we have to buy him champagne because that's his. That's, he's only ever hit six sixes in first-class cricket. He gets naught in two balls, LBW. I haven't checked the dismissal, but if he was not trying to smash the ball over deep mid-wicket and was just playing across the line, trap banging in front, I'll be furious. <laughs> he's barely played a shot in anger with that bat, and it's a beautiful bat. It's a beautiful bat. Ross, with the first two balls of his use of the of the Woodstock stick, hit two sixes. So, Did he? Uh, yeah, if you're better than Steve Finn, which Ross might actually be, well, I think Ross uh, with the bat probably is better than <laughs> Steve Finn. Yeah. Uh, we're getting some nice messages in the chat comparing us to other podcasts. So, for people being positive about that, thank you very much. Uh, we won't very kind. We won't call out the people that uh, we're apparently better than, but but we are. Um, <laughs> and finally uh, click join or, or head over to patreon uh, which is in the show notes if you like what we're doing and you want to help us go from five to ten um, patreons which is 
the big one. Everyone loves um, an arbitrary yeah. milestone. We are yeah, cricket exactly. fans after all. Yeah, get it's good, oh, I did something called Test Match Open. We didn't have Patreon in, in, in those days, so we just created a subscriber account. And I tell you, the move from five to ten was, I would say, only three moves before I genuinely believe we can make it. Uh, ten was ten was very exciting. Fifty was incredible. One hundred, I was already designing my desert island discs. Well, let, and, let, why uh, don't we just shoot for a hundred <laughs> then? Why don't we just shoot for a hundred? Um, yeah. Everybody, I mean, how many people are uh, on this stream? We've they got... don't have to pledge so... a lot, do they? If, even if they just pledge like fifty p, yeah. and how, how is that going to hurt you? How is <laughs> that going to hurt you? We've got a couple of hundred people watching. If all of you immediately go and give us money, um, we're, just fifty p. Or at the least, hit subscribe. Uh, anyway, that was a little diversion. Let's let's talk about cricket again. Uh, yesterday's evening match uh, for people in the UK, or well, late afternoon evening match for people in the UK, was Colcutter Knight Riders v Delhi Capitals. Uh, the Colcutter Knight Riders they batted first, and it was pretty tough going for the the boys in purple. Uh, Shubman Gill got forty three off thirty eight. It wasn't the most inspirational innings of all time, but it was better than a lot of the stuff going on around him. As Nitish Rana failed, Tripathi failed, Owen Morgan and Sunil Narayan for some reason still batting at five, uh, both getting ducks. It looked it looked pretty grim. Uh, I will say at that point, and then outstrode Andre Russell, Dre Russ. And he, after it took him a little while to get going, but once he did get going, he treated us to, well, he rocked it like it was 2019, um, I'd say. 45 off 27 balls, not out. Hit the last ball of the innings for six. It looked like the momentum was with it, was with the Kolkata Knight Riders uh, until things switched around. And um, Pripyat Shaw came out to bat and he went four, 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 four uh, to open the innings of Shivam Marve. And it kind of proceeded a little bit like that as he got to 82 of 41 balls. Um, and, you know, between him and Darwin, they'd broken the back of the run chase for a wicket fell. Um, Pant promoted himself to three, presumably just to wind up Steve Smith. <laughs> um, scored 16 off eight. And then they promoted Stoinis and then they promoted Hetmeyer. Uh, so as I said before, the tournament might actually happen. Uh, Steve Smith would have batted six today if another wicket had fallen. Uh, as it happens, it didn't. Uh, Delhi Capitals, 156 for three of 16.3 overs. They chased it down rather easily. Let's let's start with the main man, um, the rejuvenated Pretty Shaw, Dan. Uh, six fours to begin a T20 game. I, well, I don't know if you know whether that's ever happened before, but but maybe I'll ask a broader question. Have you ever seen a player hit six boundaries in an over live before? Um, yes, I think I have. <laughs> the only thing is I tried... I tried to remember exactly what it was. I mean, you know, it, it's that sounds terrible, doesn't it? Because I should be able that that should be really, really important to me. But um, I fit because I've watched so much cricket, I can't entirely remember which. I think I saw um, Ian Botham hit Derek Sterling at the Oval for six boundaries in an over in 1986, and it was the most number of runs in an over in Test cricket. I think it was 28. Um, and I think that was the first time I witnessed it. But sorry, there's a, what, a ridiculous. You, you shouldn't ask me a question like that when I've got to delve into my. I'm 52 years old, all right? You know, there's a lot of memories competing in there. There's a lot of stuff I've got to try to remember. Uh, Prithvi Shaw, I think, is the most beautiful sight in, in cricket. In I think actually in cricket. Two years ago, I was asked to pick my team of the year in Test cricket, and I picked Prithvi Shaw on the basis of he'd only played two Test matches. 
because what I'd seen him do in those two test matches was just so delicious. I mean, there was like being in a, the warmest of baths with just the gentlest of bubbles, just teasing away at every part of your body. He was, he's just, when he hits a six over extra cover with his ridiculous effortless Eve, as a mild stretch, he's a small man. And then there's this last little push of the bottom man, just this tiny little touch, and it sends it just a little bit further into places you can't imagine he can do. Um, I think he's wonderful. I think he's absolutely wonderful. Uh, so uh, seeing him be wonderful is great. I, was, I, I wasn't happy when he wasn't wonderful, and he went through a period of being unwonderful. But now at the moment, and it's two games running now, when he's been beautiful to watch, beautiful. Yeah. Sorry, that was yes. a bit weird. Wasn't no, it? that was oh, oh, that I mean, was great. I really enjoyed it. Pretty sure taking us to a, to a dimension that we couldn't possibly imagine um, was mentally stimulating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's say um, he he was good. I what I most enjoyed about that innings, I think, was that uh, at one point I think Shikadarwam was on like forty or forty one balls or something like that, and uh, I was sort of thinking. You know, maybe maybe people should be criticising this, but actually, I think you, mean you, you, wanted... you hate oh. an, you hate an opener, being I, a roughly I, a ball. KL Rahul, Virat Kohli, Shikhar Dhawan. Is there no one left? No, Shikhar Dhawan will let off because actually, after the game, he explained what happened and he said basically, the well, game was too, over. Yeah. The game was yeah. over. I thought I'd just let. Uh, Pretty carry on because he was well, batting was really nicely. I, I kind of wanted just to watch it. If I were That's younger, I maybe. Say. Yeah, I didn't, he said, yeah. He, I didn't know he actually said he it. He actually but said I, that. I got yeah, the yeah, impression yeah. that he was literally just like, I'm going to leave it to around at this other end. I've yeah. got the best seat in the house. No, that's that's a hundred percent what it, what uh, what he was doing. And he said he said maybe when I was younger I would have tried to keep up with him, but. I was just let him, <laughs> let him do let him do the business. It's, oh my uh, it was, he it was, was so good. That was how confident they were of winning that game. I think is. Oh, it looked like they were all having lots of fun as well. I, 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 I've been really impressed with Delhi. I've been really impressed with Pretty Sure. I mean, Vic, think, one of I our. Mean, I think I think they are the most exciting franchise in some ways because they're so undemonstratively capable. You know, when and when any other team does well, they really have to let you know. They really have to beat their chest and explain exactly what it was that they did that's brilliant about them. Whereas Delhi are just quietly but delightedly successful. I think they're just a, a fantastic team, you know. And today, well, this, this today, like it was yeah. they were they were just going let's let's let run rate the crap out of this, mm. you know. <laughs> so when they lost the first, we go oh go on, yeah, carry just, on, go 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 nuts. So, and you need to see more of that. Partly as a broadcaster, because the gates at the Oval close at seven o'clock. So if you've driven in and parked inside, you've then got to do a mad <laughs> dash at half six to go downstairs move the car and put it on an area which is no longer ticketed parking um, and then run back upstairs to do the commentary. So I love a side that cares about net run rate. I think it shows a, a care for the tournament itself and most importantly, for the broadcasters back in England that they're not even aware <laughs> of doing this. <laughs> but it was it was finished at something like 20 past six. So uh, Brilliant. It, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a really quick one. Um, I mean... The, the the big thing that we're getting or that we've we've heard from mm. people on Twitter and from the people in in the chat, um, so I'm thinking specifically here about Rickon uh, and Abhishek is Morgan's captaincy. So defending 153, uh, it was a little bit curious that Pat Cummins didn't come into the attack. The 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 multi million dollar man Pat Cummins didn't come into the attack until the sixth over of the innings, Max. 
I was uh, quite surprised by that. Um, I I was I was wondering when when I saw him come on and I realised it was the first over his bold. I I I was had to do a double take. I wasn't I wasn't uh, sure what had been going on there. I mean, they had been you have seen uh, this IPL that Morgan's been sort of front loading the spin a bit and you know Chakrabarty bowled a couple of uh, overs in the power play. Um, so that that side of things isn't necessarily that surprising but opening up with uh, Shiv and Mavi was uh, well it obviously didn't go well so uh, you know captain hindsight can tell you that was a terrible idea but Starmer. It, yeah but it was uh, it was it was a little perplexing i must say but you got you got to i guess you kind of have to you got to try things haven't you when you i think they probably knew that 154 was comfortably under par even despite Andre Russell's antics towards the end so you know, you, you've got to try and do do something, and if it comes off, it comes off, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. But um, it proved to be a, a big mistake, didn't it? But we've been talking on the last couple of shows about Pat Cummins not being particularly adept at T20 cricket thus far. So, um, can, I, can I throw in something scurrilous and, and which has no foundation whatsoever? Absolutely, well, that's, that's, the foundation yeah. of the cricket podcast, in other words. Excellent. <laughs> um, so the bit that I do have foundation on is that the Bengali media are starting to get a bit agitated and they're zeroing in on Owen Morgan exactly the same way as they zeroed in on Dinesh Karte only, what, four or five months ago. In the very, very world. recently. <laughs> and, and when that happens, when that happens, it, it becomes quite difficult for that captain. Now, I was thinking about who could possibly replace Owen Morgan as captain of the Kolkata Knight Riders. Oh, Dennis Kartik. Well, no, because Dennis <laughs> Kartik clearly doesn't want to do it. Right? <laughs> so I was thinking that the only one possibly left might be Pat Cummins. I said this on the last show and everyone laughed at me. They said bowlers can't be captains. No, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, look. Like, I don't remember that conversation. Look, there's, a, there's, there's, there have been some terrible times going on in India, and Pat Cummins has actually proved himself to be a fantastic spokesperson around that and and generous giver. Mm. Uh, his stock is rising high, and if you're in, if you're a Kolkata fan and you're reading the stuff in the Bengali media about Owen Morgan, then you you might be clamouring for change, and they might clamour for change. And if they, I mean, I'm not sure that it's a very good idea. I can't quite see. That the problem is Owen Morgan's captaincy. I think the the problem Kolkata have is that Owen Morgan has not found any form yet, and he knows that. But he's got a fantastic temperament, and he will find that form. But he hasn't yet, and as a result, everything's zeroing in on him. So Pat Cummins, he might be the man to supersede him. So what would it's you do possible. if you were the captain? What would you do if you were captain? You'd bring him on after the power play. Ah, what? So it's under. Yeah. So you think there's some? No, I don't. Some skullduggery. (laughs) I genuinely, I genuinely don't. I just said I was going to put out some completely unfounded speculation on why that might happen. (laughs) It's interesting what you say about the the Bengali media because isn't Bengal the only place in India where football's more cricket, more popular than cricket? And and the the going for one guy is quite a football tactic. Going for the football manager is is quite. I, I, I don't. It might happen at all franchises. I don't know, but you don't. I don't know if you. We if, need to if, find if, a Bengali journalist for a right to reply. Frankly, at this point, and yeah. maybe someone can tweet into us and let us know if actually our speculation is ridiculous or uh, or, or, or quite good. Almost that certainly is possible. Almost certainly um, nonsense. I don't know if there's much more to say on this match. It was a pretty easy win for Delhi. It went with the form book. KKR look a little bit listless, unless Andre Russell, you know, does a miracle or something. What about uh, what about Sunil Narayan? He's he obviously 
was out of the side to start with um, Shakib coming in. Uh, Shakib started failing and Narayan came back in and Narayan is failing now. Are we going to see Shakib back? Is the the, the revolving door going to gonna make its way 360 degrees? In fairness to Narayan, he's actually bowled all right. Um, mm. It doesn't appear to have chucked one yet either. So, you know, <laughs> that's two positives. Um, uh, I don't I don't really know why he's batting at number five. Uh, it, it seems odd, um, but if, if, if you judge him based on his main skill, which should be bowling, he's done okay, isn't he, Max? Well, no, as he really, what he's done is um, trade on his class, and we know we know that that's, that that's massively cricket. affected. Look, look, but the effect look. is that currently at the moment he's not. Now he's not. He's under the spotlight, not because we put him under the spotlight, but because they would have done. They've looked at the numbers and they'll be wondering because. He's an overseas player, and they've got a, they've got overseas talent sitting on the bench waiting. Um, he's going to be I I I what he's he's got maybe a game in which he's got to make a real impact. Otherwise, he's not succeeding as a pinch hitter, and he's not controlling when he's bowling. Is it time for Ben Cutting? Oh God! That's, uh, well, that is, <laughs> is it ever Jesus! Time for ben wow. Yeah. Uh, we've got two people in chat. <laughs> Drive home says, "Yes, I'm from Bengal. You are, your speculations are quite right." Uh, and Subamai uh, says, "Yes, that's true. I'm from Kolkata. It happened to Robbie Fowler when he was coaching East Bengal." Morgan getting the same treatment. Should we move on to the last match, boys, <laughs> and try and wrap this up in the next 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 minutes? Uh, yeah, let's let's do it. Um, Tell us what happened, Max. <clears throat> yeah, fortunately, when it comes to being in charge of wrapping things up, it's not uh, Shivam Dubey that's uh, that's in control, um, because it was a bit of a strange. It was a bit of a strange one, wasn't it? Uh, Rajasthan versus Mumbai. Um, it, we as a game, we probably saw it only heading one way, and uh, and with with Mumbai probably likely to come away with a win. But Rajasthan actually got off to a pretty impressive start, and uh, Butler finally found some runs, albeit not as quickly as he'd like. But he's you know started to started to to find uh, find the middle, which was was good for him. Jaiswal well batted well, and um, also Captain Samson scored some quick run runs and uh, set them on the way to look like uh, what it could be a, a pretty challenging score for a, a Mumbai side who had interestingly decided to make a like-for-like change in bringing Kane Richardson in for the underperforming Ishan Kishan. Um, but as the uh, the well-known saying goes, a, a static stone gathers lots of moss. And by the time he got out in the 19th over, Shivam Dubey had uh, taken on the appearance of an abandoned garden laden not only with moss, but also ivy, fallen leaves and sort of general weeds, um, which is to say that he batted really, really slowly and pretty much single-handedly ruined Rajasthan Royals' really good start and took them from basically looking like getting a good score to what was looking like a maybe under par and very gettable 171. And uh, so it proved with Quinton de Kock freed from the shackles of the Chipork, actually able to hit the round thing with the wooden thing. And he guided his side to uh, to victory with a, a pretty composed 70 and some lusty blows from Karen Pollard at the end, added a bit of gloss uh, and a, a comfortable seven wicket win. I didn't know you wrote these things. It's beautiful. It's, I mean, oh. genuinely, you should you should make a collection of them and, and put them out there. That was good, Max. That, that yeah. actually was maybe the highlight oh. of the of the IPL as far as this show goes. Well, um, definitely. Glad yeah. you enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where where do you want to start? Because Shivam Dubey, the the stationary stone gathering moss, um, <laughs> as I as I think you put it. You um, God, he was gather- taking some heat 
on on social media. I felt a little bit sorry for him, to be honest, because apart from when you started it, no, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did no such thing. I did well. I mean, obviously, a little bit, but um, I felt I feel a little bit sorry for him because I don't think he should be in that position. It's it's yeah, I th- it's I think obvious it's that as much he doesn't a question quite have why is he paying for. Yeah. Um, well, there crucially, are... crucially, why did he come in with the score 91 for two after 9.5 overs? Because that is the exact point when your instinct should be to pounce. So you've got Samson at the wicket, you've got Miller, you've got Tawatia, and you've got Morris. Yeah. And if you've negotiated the first 9.5 overs and you're 91 for two, that's the moment you roll the dice. Mm-hmm. Because you can I put, don't think because Dubey could go down the order at six or seven if you're if, if suddenly they throw away three wickets. It, it was a peculiar decision that I think is something about Red, but I've got to say about Rajasthan that they've got a bowling attack that I now can believe in. You know, Why? I love this because I love this three pronged left armor approach. I love <laughs> I love the fizz. I love Sakaria. I do. I think there's something like really strange going on with yep. Sakaria that like makes me re- genuinely interested. And Unadcat, there are days when Unadcat is just nails this really flimsy, horrible block hole, seventy-two mile an hour dip ball, which is just a nightmare to face. So I can see what they're doing. They they've brought together a bowling attack that could be good enough on its day to win games if, and it's a crucial if. Butler, Samson, in their minds, can get them over the line. But the problem is they then thought, so we need Dubé there as a kind of insurance. But that's not the insurance you need when you're 91 for two at 9.5 overs. It was it was befuddling. It, well, was, what's, what's particularly befuddling is that, that David Miller came in below him. Um, yeah, I, exactly. I, they're an odd team. We've talked about them a lot, haven't we, Max? They're... We have. But not only not only were we surprised that David Miller came in below uh, Shivan Dubey, um, after uh, he was out, they sent in Ryan, Ryan Parag, and I'm, I'm thinking at that point, where's Chris Morris? Yeah, well, <laughs> because of you are. Or did they not buy him to be like the kind of you know the guy who comes in at the end and blasts a couple of well, sixes? Sure. Like, late exactly, down the exactly, Max. I mean, they didn't buy him to be their gun bowler. He bowled pretty well in this game, and he, he bowled pretty well in some games, but he's not the gun bowler. So you have bought him because he's the all rounder. And the point of the all-rounder is that he's going to go and smack, he's going to do a Hardik Pandya at some point, you know. So what's he doing? Which, all, which he'd already done to win them their, yeah. uh, their game against, was it I DC? Know. There was befuddlement <sighs> galore that day. I, I mean, what, what did, what did Rio Parag get? Eight off seven balls. Yeah. At the death. Not out. I mean, it's insane. That, that, that could have been, bad, that, that could have been 186 and then mm. the game is different. Max, we had a really good question from Twitter from Omkar, who said, uh, "Are we going to see Dubai and Parag in all fourteen matches?" Oh um, God, no! <laughs> I, I mean, after I, I'm bored of, I'm bored of that delivery now. Is he still doing it, Parag? The the sidearm thing. Bored <laughs> of that now. That was Jesus funny. No, that was funny for a bit. I said, I said, it's like the man in Jackass who <laughs> who farts a dart out of his ass. The yeah. first time you see it in the Jackass movie, you think, "Oh, that's." That's amusing. He fired a dart at Steve-O and it hit Steve-O. And they do it for like 10 minutes. And by the end of the 10 minutes, it's not interesting. The fifth or sixth time you watch Jackass 2, it's really dull. Um, <laughs> I think I think that's more for you, to be honest, Jack, watching Jackass 2 five or six times. But um, I yeah, I mean, the point stands. <laughs> well, it, it, unless that ball is really effective. Because like the yeah. slow undercut right. linger, if he could do it like twice and over, 
would be fantastic. I mean, unfortunately, it's really it's really predictable when he's doing it. So if it really works, just do it six times and over. Really perfect that. Do hmm. just go go home, perfect that ball, and then bowl that. We'll just go than, home rather than have <laughs> us go. Hang on, I think he's about to bowl that ball because he's telegraphed it. And then the <laughs> and then the inevitable three minute check of whether his arm was above horizontal or not. But yeah, I, I it's um I mean it's difficult, isn't it, for Rajasthan Royals because they're well they're missing it's all falling apart. They're missing yeah. Joffrey Archer, who is the gun bowler that you uh, that you alluded to, um, Dan, and who Chris Morris would have been a brilliant foil to. So that sucks. That really sucks. And um, no. they've also lost Ben Stokes, but we have our suspicions about whether that's necessarily such a terrible thing for, for them in the game of T20. But I suppose it is a terrible thing if they're going to bat David Miller at five anyway. Yes. That, well, that, yeah. that's the issue, isn't it? I, I, it just seems to me like the thinking isn't quite right. But, and then yeah. Liam Livingston going home, which is the person we said they should maybe bring in instead. So that's uh, that's another yeah another nail yeah. in the coffin. So yeah. we've got we've got obviously as the big uh, Mumbai <laughs> Indian fans here, I'm, I'm <laughs> celebrating this. Well, you can't really celebrate Britain Rajasthan. It's like beating Derby County or something How like that in, in football. Um, or AFC Wimbledon, although they're basically unbeatable at the moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, don't say that. Yeah. Portsmouth yeah. and uh, Lincoln, isn't it? Last two games. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, it'll be but, fine. Yeah, it's it'll all be about fine. Rockstar and Northampton, nearly there, nearly there. It'll be, nearly it'll there. be fine. Yeah. Um, Mumbai, they had a couple of decent performances. Let's start in the first innings with Jasper Brumra. Four overs, one for 15. I think he bowled two overs at the death as well. Uh, that guy's a freak, Dan. Yeah, it's just wonderful, isn't it? It's just one, because it's repeatable. The great thing about Bummer is that it, you know, when you watch a lot of cricket, you think, have I just got very hyperbolic about a moment? And then he repeats it and he repeats it, but, but he repeats it slightly differently. He's got a terrific T20 intelligence. I worry about his action and I worry about his longevity in the game. But Malinga had a really weird action that he lasted for quite a long time. So I might be worrying entirely unnecessarily. Uh, he has extraordinary skills. Part of it, I wonder is because of the way he's learnt to play. He's learnt to play in a, a quite an enclosed environment. So he hasn't had a sort of big run-up. And so everything he's thought about has been about his arm and his delivery point and his hands. And so he might have actually developed as a bowler thinking differently from other bowlers that have had you know, different advantages. But it is just supremely brilliant to watch, isn't it? It's it's a, it's a, it's an sort of an absolute treat, I mean, and there's nobody like him. I think is the is it, yeah. yeah. There's a great book, Jack, that everyone should read called uh, I can't even remember what it's called, but it's brilliant, uh, and it's about backyard cricket in Australia. Ulysses, James Joyce. No, not that. Um, <laughs> no, you never read that. I mean, you could try. No one should read it. that. So I started it many times. Uh, uh, I've started, no. I've read the first two chapters three times. This is about backyard cricket in yeah. Australia. Australian cricketers who who. Uh, and how their game developed and it's amazing how if you really think about someone's cricketing development when they're young you find the cricketer they're going to be in older life and Boomer is a, a great example of that I mean Morkel was as well Morkel used to turn in a circle because he used to have to turn around this yeah. thing in order to have a large enough run up and so you can see those idiosyncrasies but with Boomer you can see that there's even more there's so much more invention that's gone into his cricketing upbringing which makes him such a thinking cricketer and such a fascinating cricketer to watch. When he when he's bowling, the no balls incense you. Because 
I don't get that either, but it, but he's so good that it, it yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, but, it, but the thing is, it so nearly has mattered. I mean, I think it, once it did matter, and once he's just about got away with it, but it's weirdly that is the one chink in his armor. He is like Achilles. He has got only one thing wrong with him, which is that he bowls the occasional no ball at a crucial moment. But other than that, is the best T Twenty bowler in the world. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, uh, Rashid Khan might might argue with that, but he uh, might. But he'd be. Between, but he, he can't win. Them. He won't win. Um, <laughs> Rashid, Rashid Khan's too nice to argue anyway. True. That. If you say so, Max. Uh, and then Quinton oh, Cook smiling. It was nice to see him turn up with the bat um, yeah. after a little, uh, well, cricketing furlough <laughs> during their time in Chennai. Uh, Max, are we are we are we in for the revenge of the cock? Um, well, that's an interesting way of putting it. Uh, I, I I would like to think so. I think we uh, I think we might have mentioned recently that he can be a bit feast or famine, but I do. I he, there does seem to be a slight uh, um, weakness on sort of slower pitches with with slower bowling. I think it's something that Owen Morgan tried to target with uh, uh, Rohit as well by bowling six overs of spin in the power play in the game between KKR and, and Mumbai. And I would like to, yeah, I would like to think that that move away from, from, uh, from Chennai where the cricket has been, um, let's just say slightly different to some other tr- more traditional uh, cricket pitches. Uh, that will be just what Quinton de Kock needs to get his IPL on the, off the, off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Right then, um, that's that's pretty much all the cricket for the last three games. Uh, we should say to everyone in India, in India um, stay as safe as possible. We can see that things aren't good, um, as we said on the last couple of shows. Um, so make sure that you you know follow all the guidance, stay in as much as possible, uh, and it will eventually get better. Um, you know, it, I don't think it ever quite got as bad here, but it it did get pretty bad, and now it is better. So. Um, you know, the trajectory will eventually turn around. Um, Dan, would you like to mention where people can find you or are you embargoed from being found for this no, weekend? I don't, no, I don't think I'm embargoed from being found. I'm, I'm just embargoed from, from speaking, which is fine. <laughs> just make me do an awful lot of speaking. Uh, so at Norcross Cricket, as in neither angry Norcross, Norcross Cricket. And I don't want you to find me anywhere else, I don't think. Okay. Um, well, so I won't give my address or, or telephone number or email. No, local pub. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's yeah. good. Um, Max, any final messages for our listeners? Um, uh, 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 Ross normally does this bit. Follow us at the Cricket Pod on Twitter yes, and Instagram. Yes, got it. Yeah, they're at the, the Cricket Pod. Yeah, at the Cricket Pod. They're the ones. And um, and yeah, like, subscribe, follow, all of that, all that stuff. And uh, yeah, head over to any- Patreon. Yeah, five to Patreon. Oh, yeah, definitely. By the way, honestly, as little as a pound, 50p a pound, these guys will appreciate it. I mean, look at look what they're wearing, look where they live. Look, look look how they live. Um just I need I need some money for another instrument. I've only got three on the wall. I can be serious. I don't have any. Oh yeah, we need to buy Jack. We need to buy Jack a ukulele. Just five pounds a month will buy Jack a ukulele. He's not been able to have a ukulele for the last 12, how long? Years? How, when was your last ukulele? 12. When, when um, you... I actually know what, boys, I have got a ukulele. Um, oh, you have? Yeah. Uh, oh, well, sorry. Sorry. Don't, miss, don't, don't, we've we've been mis-selling you guys. Don't pay for a ukulele. In fact, anyway, uh, what do they need the money um, for? I mean, that's what let, let's saying. wrap this up now. The last thing I will say, there's 255 people watching right now. Click subscribe because that makes us really happy. It's all about ego, really, this whole 
fake whole endeavor cricket yeah. media business. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, uh, yes, Houston. I can vouch for that. Absolutely. <laughs> Cheerio. Bye. Done. Do you stop recording or does it? Yeah, just, yeah, it just, it just, it, just, it, do, it does, it does. Hello. Yeah. Right, was that all right? Oh, it's perfect. Yeah, good. Um, Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.